Welcome to The Thriving Christian Artist, the podcast where we help artists thrive spiritually, artistically, and in business from a kingdom perspective. I'm Matt Tama, your host. Let's get started. Well, hey, friends, so glad that you are with me here on The Thriving Christian Artist podcast. Listen, I'm super excited to have multi-time guest, uh, my dear, dear friend, Shay Bynes, who is the author of Grace Over Grind and also perpetuator of many great kingdom things. Shay, welcome to the podcast again. It is always good to be with my brother from another mother, but the same heavenly father. So that's right. That's right. <laughs> Thanks for having me, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we were we were just uh, both celebrating and bemoaning the fact that book launches are like a real thing. And a you have just <laughs> released uh, the fifth uh, year edition, the, an expanded edition of uh, Grace Over Grind, which for so many of our listeners has become a classic and uh, one that I recommend all the time. But um, what in the world were you thinking? Five <laughs> years and another expanded edition? I mean, golly, this is this has been so, huge. Well, okay, so there was kind of three reasons behind it. Three reasons. All right. So the first was after releasing the first one, which of course was five years ago. Right. As you know, since we were like mentoring and doing all those things, of course, and you get lots of readers and you get, I started realizing there was a thread of some similar questions mm. that people were asking me. So people were like really trying to walk this thing out and like some of the hurdles they were coming against. I started to see that there were some patterns yeah. in that, you know? And so I made a mental note. And in fact, I, so much so that I had created a little course because I was like, oh my gosh, let me just create this course because right. I need to give the folks these answers. But my intention was in the future, I'm going to address, you know, in a future edition, I'll address those. Right. So that was reason number one. Reason number two was because I was growing in living and working in this. And so there was things that I'd learned that I wanted to say, I want to make sure that I express to people. Sure. And then thirdly, grace, five, five represents grace. I mean, why, you know, like, it why not celebrate the fifth year, <laughs> you know, the fifth year and do the expanded edition for the fifth year. And so, yeah. yeah, so those are the three reasons why I decided to do it. I'm glad that I did. I'm really as happy as I was with the first edition, this mm. expanded edition, I'm just I'm really, really, really pleased with. And, and those who read the first, I'm, I, it's like they're saying they're catching the upgrades from the expanded edition. Yeah, and yeah. That's confirming for me. So it's good. So for those folks that have, have not read the first version and are thinking, oh, gosh, maybe I'll just I'll just pick this up from the very first time. Yeah. Talk about this core message that, that God's given you for, for Grace Ever Grind, because this didn't just come out of an idea for a book. I mean, this was your journey and, and you walking through this and, yes. and uh, developing an authority in this to be able to, to share. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So the catalyst for this was many years ago, uh, my pastor at our church was doing a message on Matthew chapter 11, verses 28 through 30. And so these are the common scriptures where Jesus is saying, come to me, all of those who are weary, heavy laden, I will give you rest. He talks about how his yoke is eaten, his, his easy and his burden is light. It's that scripture. But this particular Sunday, I heard it in the message for the first time. I had never heard it before. And it says, are you tired, worn out, burnt out on religion or business? Come to me, <laughs> get away with me and you will recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me, work with me, watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay, any, I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me mm. and you will learn to live freely and lightly. And when I heard that, it was like my whole soul was like, yes, what is an unforced rhythm of your grace? I caught the with factor, walk with me, work yeah. with me, keep yeah. company with me. And I knew there was a gap between what I was experiencing and my work life and really other areas of my life too, frankly, 
and what I heard there. So I was like, Jesus, show me that. And that began the adventure. And so the whole concept here is like, especially with business owners, you know, you have this mindset and and all the creatives listening here. A lot of times we operate primarily in our own strength. We hold, we take on the burden of the work commonly known, at least in the United States and some other areas as the grind. Right, right. And so, you know, it's so much so that Merriam-Webster dictionary even picked it up and uh, (laughs) has a definition for it. And it's excessive, hard work. Wow. Excessive, hard work. Which so many Christians are so excited to tell you about all the ways that they're working and sweating for Jesus. Yes. Yes, it was. And it's fascinating, too, because it really another layer of this journey for me was when the Holy Spirit said, go look up the word hard. And so I looked it up and the word said, the definition said, unyielding, mm. difficult to penetrate. Wow. And I heard, would you ever want to describe your work like that? Wow. I was like. Or your relationship to Jesus, right? I mean, <laughs> the one who you're saying right. is inspiring you that you're working with, right? Come on. Right. And I was like, wow. So I was like, I need a new word. I need a new word. And he gave me diligence. And mm. it's like diligence. It's careful. It's steady. It's energetic. It's consistent work. And so it changed my paradigm. So now I'm going from, you know, working hard, achievement oriented, working for God to working with the presence of God and all the goodness that comes with that relationship and all the gifts that come with the grace and, you know, dismantling all the burdens that come with the grind. Right. Right. And so that was a multi-year process, but it started that catalytic moment was when I heard it in the message. So thank you, Eugene. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Have you got, have you ever met him or gotten to interview him? No, I never, never met him. Well, that's, that's your next bucket list thing, right? (laughs) That's the that's the next thing. Lord, yeah, so it changed everything. Wouldn't that be something? So, oh my gosh, that would be the best life changing moment for me right there. I know it. I know it. Cause you wonder, like, you know, you hear those phrases, the unforced rhythms of grace. Like, did that just float down from heaven? Did he wordsmith that? For I'm three telling weeks? you, like, it's what? so poetic. It's so yeah, beautiful. Yeah. It's like, Ooh, what is that? I want to know what that is. I, know it. You know? I love it. I love it. Well, you know, I can remember when writing unlocking the heart of the artist and the Lord kind of dealing with me on this same kind of deal that, you know, your art is not who you are. It's how you release the kingdom and, you know, walk with me. We're trying to do this whole thing by yourself. And yet I think for all of us in the kingdom, whether we're artists or entrepreneurs or just people, there's this, there are these tensions that we have to, we, these things we have to hold in tension. Um, and, And I think one of them is the expression of our identity, the expression of who we are. And yet our core identity in Christ. What we do is not who we are, right? But and and both are needed, but one can't yes. replace the other. That's uh, right. If, our, if, if the expression becomes the identity, then that's probably the quickest way to, to get into striving. So what's the totally. what's the way that you really believe people can keep that uh, in a healthy balance in their life? Yeah, I mean, this is why I say intimacy with God is everything. Cultivating intimacy with God because it's through intimacy with God that our identity is revealed. And and then it's almost like I'm getting to know who he is to me. I'm getting to know who I am in him, just kingdom identity, right? right? And I'm getting to know how he's authentically expressed through me to the world around me. And when when we we have like revelation of those things, which only comes through intimacy with God, spending time with him in the word, spending time just engaging in conversation with the Lord, like all of those things, that's where we begin to, you know, really realize that it's like, oh, 
I, this is who I am. Yeah. And this is how he's expressed through me. Yeah. Two different things that work powerfully together, you know, but I, I really do believe that that's why this with factor with him in him is so important because as soon as it's like for him, kind of outside of him, for right. him, you know, look it out here for him, then it's very easy to stay in a place of thinking that's part of the grind too, is like, it's, I'm doing this primarily in my own strength and my ability, even with good intentions. Yeah. Yeah. And I, you know, I'm so passionate as well about identity and just, I mean, yeah. and I think for everybody that's listening, you know, nobody gets passionate about stuff unless you walk through the junk that's associated with it. Right. So the, we, we are recovering strivers and recovering totally. replacement identity people. <laughs> very, I was very performance driven, achievement oriented. Yeah. I got right. the receipts for that. <laughs> but I think I, I just really have, Become, come to believe that when I have my identity established in Jesus, then my design gets uncovered That's in right. that place, as opposed to me going out trying to find myself. And exactly. as my design is uncovered in the presence of God, then my assignment gets revealed. And yes. I think so many people in the name, I mean, you and I have talked about this excessively. So people think they can slap kingdom on something or Christian on, on something. And, and now all of a sudden it's, you know, whatever. And, and I'm just like, None of none of your assignment, none of your design, none of your identity comes out of anywhere but with Jesus. And if you try to do it opposite, you know, starting with the money, starting with yes. the fame, starting with the reputation and the platform and all that, it never, ever, ever works out good. And yes, you end up it, having to maintain something you got to keep up, right? Right. What what you what you grind to create, you have to sustain yourself. But what yeah. you do by the power of God's grace, he sustains it. You yeah. know, he promotes, he elevates, you know, and it comes from just that place of, of healthy growing from faith to faith, strength to strength, glory to glory. It's coming from that place, as opposed to striving and trying to make the things happen, yeah. kick the doors down, force it by paying for it or force it through favor with man, you know, that you're trying to force, like whatever it is, yeah. you know, and those things, it's like, it may in the short term, make you feel really good, you know, in the short term, but it's yeah. not, it's not sustaining. It's not lasting. It just... Right it does fall to pieces. And, and you might look and look at other people and think, oh, you know, that, but look at such and such. First of all, comparison's a trap. But even if you do, you have absolutely no idea what's going on inside of them, the struggles that they're having in the midst of what you're looking at right. that looks like so much, you know, success, whether you slapped kingdom or Christian on it or not, you know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, I I can think of so many examples in my life of things that I, where I got out ahead of God and, you know, yeah. or, started something to flesh, but tried to maintain, you know, it in my flesh and that sort of thing. What yes. was one of those things for you or somebody that you've worked with over the years where yeah. you, you, you got out ahead and you're like, this is, this is becoming a teaching moment. I'm having to learn this like really deeply, you know? Yes. Well, when I was kind of learning how to really seek God concerning strategy and really kind of putting my plans before him, I remember this was relatively early on. And so I was really energetic about if the Lord gave me something like, okay, I want to go and do it. And so I wanted my faith, my action to be my corresponding, you know, step of faith, which I sure. fully believe in. Sure. But what happened was I got an idea and I do believe it was a God idea. But I, and I went into implementation and it looked like everyone was going to be supporting it too. Like I put it out there for, I'll give you the, the, the raw example. We used to be on a Facebook community and I had this vision around us outside of Facebook in this yeah. other community. 
And I knew it's kind of a pain to try to get people to get off of Facebook because sure. Facebook is such a part of people's life. Pulling but the I needle out of the it. vein, right? I mean, right, I- right, exactly. <laughs> but I saw it in a dream and I saw how it's supposed to be laid out. And I saw like all these things that were connected to it. And then when I posed it, Everyone was like, yeah, because I'm tired of Facebook. And you right, there. Right. Everyone's saying it and they even purchased. So everything's looking like it's good. I've got the investment for it. Right. Everything's good. And we put it out there and it was crickets. When <laughs> I say crickets, them. Matt, <laughs> I'm talking about it didn't matter that the folks paid. Right. Nobody showed up except for maybe two or three people. And yeah. there was thousands yes. of yes. people. Yeah. Okay. And so we were trying like, but Lord, I saw this. I saw this. And so I'm trying to like, okay, Lord, what strategy? What are some things we can do to increase engagement? It A year, bro, a year. Right. And after the year, I'm like, this is fruitless. Right. I believe, and it's funny because it was how many years later? Probably six years later, Matt, before we're seeing like what I saw then and was looking to implement, it was another five or six years. I think it was six years Wow! before that was actually what we were doing was the time for that or the expression of what I was seeing in my dream was actually for the time. Right. So I had a gut idea and I was being faithful to implement, but I was ahead of his timing, Right. you know? And so I've had instances like that and I don't regret those moments. Um, there are learning moments, right? right? And so it's kind of like every time stuff like that happens, I'm like, all right, Lord. So that didn't work out exactly the way I hoped or thought, but where's the goal that I can take from this that right. informs my moving forward? And what's your perspective on it? And that yeah. helps me to really continue to move forward as opposed to looking backwards all the time or or coming against myself or condemning myself or trying to do the best I can to follow God and, and you know, flubbing it a bit you know, flubbing it a little bit. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I, I think all of us can relate to that. And I think the the big issue that comes back to me then is what you're saying is identity, because if you don't know who you are in the middle of that and you're not securing God's love and his position in you, any little mistake like that will, will devastate you, will set you to the side, will paralyze you. And I think yes. that's why these moments are so important to go through with a healthy identity, because Otherwise, you know, the enemy just uses those to set you to the side and and yeah. great. He's one, right? Yeah, that's right. And then it's like, oh, and I've seen this happen with uh, those I mentor where it's like, you know, uh, th- there's something that doesn't quite work. And then instead of being like, oh, okay, you know, making that shift, like I just described, it's, oh gosh, I don't, I'm not sure that I hear from him. Yeah. Right. And so then the next time something comes up, it's like a little bit timid and it's like, no, 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 you do. You do yeah. hear, right? And it doesn't matter if some things are are off time or whatever. This isn't, it's not about perfection. It's about right. the process, it's about the progress, it's about the relationship, right? You know? And so that's something that's usually a, a relatively frequent shift, you know, mindset and heart posture shift that I have to walk people through from a mentoring perspective. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I just, I'm, I'm so relating to what you're saying even now with us being in transition. And you know, we've kind of been in transition, not only moving to Texas from Asheville this last year, right. but also a, a widening view of the call of God on my life and and that sort of thing. And it's been this kind of, I posted this morning about, you know, feeling like a a, a boat that's been picked up from one body of the water to put in another. And I'm just like hanging in the middle, you know, but yesterday I'm with the Lord and, uh, you know, I was, I did my quiet time and all that kind of stuff and journaling. And 
um, you know, didn't wasn't especially connecting in, in that moment or whatever. I got up to to brush my teeth and get ready for the day, and I heard this as clear as a bell from the Lord: "Take action." And I'm like, "You think I'm not trying to take action? Like, I'm like I, what about show some direction? That's what I'm, like, that's what I'm looking for, you know." But I think again, God so oh much He wants our heart. He wants us to be operating yes. in faith. This idea that we yes. plan our way, He orders our steps. Whatever you're feeling, keep moving in faith. Yes. You're on the journey. He's for you. He loves you. You're going to make it through this and he's going to use it all for your good. That's right. That's right. I love it. How about about you give me some instructions? He's like, how about we do this together? How about about you right here with you? (laughs) That leads me in. We did an unintentional transition into the first quote that I was going to try to share. Okay. What's that? what you force through your grind, you create uh, to create, you have to maintain yourself. So we already talked about that, but I want to talk about this one because it's too good to, <laughs> to pass Okay, out, which is uh, God has called you to create with him, not solely respond to his instructions. And right. that's that sort of thing of maturing in the Lord, right? We want the kids yes. to respond, you know, follow the instructions, but God's like, Hey, take a step and I've got you. So Yes. Talk about that because that, that's well, I'll tell you what happened. I'll tell you what happened with me because <laughs> when I went from not paying any attention to what the Lord had to say concerning business to now paying close attention and seeking him in the beginning, when I would do my daily business meetings with God, I got a lot of instructions yeah. and a lot of opportunities to flex the muscle, to practice, to walk out the thing that he was showing. Frankly, the business was something that was a God idea in the first place. I didn't, yeah. I couldn't even make it up. I, you know, right, I didn't right. know what, you know, what to do anyway but I was getting a lot of instruction and it was actually a really beautiful season and just learning how to do even the uncomfortable thing. Like when I get an instruction, it would be something that I wouldn't normally do. It didn't make common business sense or didn't make common, you know, planning sense to me or whatever it was. And I'd walk those out and I'd see the fruit of the obedience to follow instructions. But what happened, Matt, was that after now for me personally, I had about a, I would say about a two-year season where I was getting a lot of instructions, Right. okay? And then all of a sudden, the instructions stopped. And I was like, and I used to have this thing where I'd say, what we doing, Jesus? What we doing, Jesus? And I was hearing like an echo back, like, what are we doing? And I'm thinking, <laughs> what we doing, you know, something, what, what we doing, doing Jesus? What we doing? And <laughs> this went on for two weeks. And then finally, I hear, what are we doing? You have my heart. What mm. are we doing? And mm. I heard just as clear as that. And then I realized, oh, oh, now I'm like in a whole wide open space with you. You said delight yourself in the Lord. You give us the desires of our heart. So now that I've aligned my heart with your heart concerning what I'm doing, I have my, you know, I'm aligning my, my dreams with your dreams, my mind with your mind concerning this. It's like a whole nother layer of freedom and friendship that we're co-creating from. And so I don't think that's necessarily how he works with everybody, but with me, it was almost maybe because maybe because I was going to be teaching something. It's like he really built me step by step right. in various aspects of my identity to show me the difference between what this looks like and what this looks like. Yeah. But then ultimately I'm all of those things. So I, you know, I'm still faithful to his instructions, you know, I'm, I, and I still will initiate and co-create with him, you know, out of spending that time with him to, sure. to just seek his mind and heart concerning. So it's all of those things, you know? Right. Yeah. I just love that. I mean, I think that's setting somebody free right now, just because I, you know, you, you can't, people have to realize that you can't get to the whole desires of your heart, go after your dreams, do what's on your, all this kind of thing without learning to 
right. respond to his voice, follow his yes. lead, uh, allow him to, um, I don't know, put the bit in your mouth, if you will, and lead you in the yeah. places that he has for you and train you how yes. the kingdom works. Because it's only right. through that that, w- that he uh, equips us, right, for the freedom right. that he ultimately has for us. That's right. And so it was almost like, and I talk about this in the book, the idea of daily business meetings with God, but I also say, you know, that might be that set aside time that you're doing, but really as you're growing in this thing, the reason why you do those set aside times is to grow in that intimacy with God so that then you can have meetings with God all day. I, yeah. I have meetings with God. I can have a meeting with God as I'm having this conversation with you. Holy Spirit's right. like, oh, talk about this. Oh, mention <laughs> right. that. You know, it's, it becomes that in him we move and, you know, yes. In him, we have our very being. And so, but it started with the consistency of setting aside the time because I needed to reorient myself to hear him, to know that I hear him, to respond to him, to to read scripture differently with the Holy Spirit as opposed to for achievement, you know, to seek his heart and mind on things. And so I, I so value that. So I do still do set aside time, but it's also that just ongoing flow, you know, with him throughout the day, which is just a beautiful way to live. The third quote that um, I wanted to kind of zero in on because I just I just loved it. Um, here it is: too many God-given dreams stall and die in comfort and complacency zones. And I think of people that you know we've worked with, that you work with. I think about my own life that either in places where I've been afraid to step in, you know, I want to stay in my comfort zone, or right. or you know areas that I've been really fruitful in. And I'm like, I'm good, Lord. I don't need to, I don't need to go any yes. further. Both of those are such dangerous places That's and right. they, they can become the graveyard of our dreams. Right. Yes. Yes, absolutely. It's like, that's why I tell folks, like I live in the stretch, you know, if I, if I'm not feeling, if I'm not feeling stretched, then I'm probably complacent. Yeah. You know, it's, it's becoming comfortable with feeling uncomfortable and that uncomfortable becoming your new comfortable, right? It's just like yeah. that process because, you know, it's hilarious because, you know, you were you alluded to this earlier on how both of us are kind of in these transitional spaces. It's real funny that after I spend like, you know, 10 years, folk, you know, really, I guess it was around maybe year eight that, you know, of building something that the Lord's like, okay, and we're at the peak. I finally figured out what we're doing here, Lord. You know, I'm in, I'm in a groove and he's like, yeah, so about that, (laughs) I have another assignment for you, you know? (laughs) So you just, it's like, you can't get settled and like comfortable. I mean, content. Yes, of course, but, but not comfortable. It's almost, it's, I just expect and anticipate that there will continuously be new stretches, new challenges and if we're not experiencing that, then we're probably moving backwards, right? right? Or to, it's like, that's that's death. Life is go, it's, prog- it's like life in the kingdom is progressive. Right. It's one level of glory to the next, yeah. one level of faith to the next, one level of strength to the next. And how do we experience that? Because we have assignments and things that God wants to do in our minds and our hearts and all of those things that are going to continue to move us forward. I, you know, someone had asked me the other day about, you know, do you like graduate for like, do you, can you like master grace over grind living? Like you can graduate. And I laughed and I was like, I mean, as soon as you think that you've made it in anything, as soon as you think you've made it, you've lost because, (laughs) because there's in him, there's always more you're talking about. You're talking about living and working with an infinite God. Yeah. So you can't make it, but yet you can still go through levels. Like I feel now, Matt, after last year, I'm like, listen, 
I'm at Grace Over Grind level 5.0. It's something happened last year that I'm like, I think I need to skip six and seven. And I think I'm at Grace Over Grind level 8.0 now. <laughs> Amen. A new beginning <laughs> and Grace Over Grind living because as God shifts, as he elevates, as he expands, there's new challenges, new things. Yeah. You have to, it's like, so it's just, it's life in the kingdom. Yeah. And you realize, I mean, I, I just, I love to teach on vision because I think vision inspires us and it motivates us in those those weird times. But if you get too tied to vision, you think that that's the culmination of what this thing is as a, and, and you forget, Hey, as long as I keep walking, the horizon line keeps changing, right? That yes. vision is continually evolving. It's like God said, well, Matt, you know, 2009, you're called to raise up an army of artists. I'm like, yeah, go for it. And you're doing it. You're like, I'm in the zone. This is great. <laughs> and then 2019, he's like, okay, everybody's an artist in the kingdom and they all need right. to, to create <laughs> With me, we're going to take this to a wider message, and I was like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa. what are you talking about?" You know, right? I had, I had a nice little, I had a nice yeah, this little is my little thing. thing. Like, what's going on? But and I all mean, of a that's, sudden, you feel into this wider ocean. This, this, yes. again, in a place that you feel uh, disqualified and unready for, and all that sort of thing. But those are the moments where we learn to swim with them, where we learn to to really walk in the things we say we believe in. Right? That's right. That's right. And I'm, it's, it's really actually encouraging. So I, um, I'm in my mid forties and it's encouraging to me that I have friends that are in their sixties and they are still full of life. Yeah. They're still getting, they're still saying yes to new assignments. They're still growing. They're still expanding. They're thinking generationally, you know, all of those things. It's like, that's, that's how life should be like this. There's no retirement in the kingdom. Yeah. So it's just a continuous like progression in life with him. And I think that's, I mean, I call it the wild and crazy and amazing adventure with God. <laughs> I love it. Well, listen, there's nobody I'd rather do that wild and crazy adventure with than you. Uh, we love you guys. You're a, not only a special couple, but you're a special person. And uh, God is Thank just doing you. so much in your life. You've been such, continue to be such an encouragement and just dear friend to me. And it's always a Great uh, pleasure to be able to share everything that you're doing um, with everybody. And guys, listen, Shay's going to tell us where to get the book, but I'm I'm serious. I want you to go buy two or three of them because this message is not just something for you. It's really something that you need to be um, a fire starter with. Uh, give it to your pastor. Give it to your boss. Give it to people in your life that need this because I think all of us in the kingdom, we're, we're called to help create culture. And yeah. there's really, uh, I mean, this is just such a core book for people to really create kingdom culture in the, in the way and the rhythm in which we live our lives. And so with, with all of that, uh, where, <laughs> where can get, I was like starting to get a tear in my eye. Lord, I know I was like, I Woo, thank you, Lord. <laughs> all right, back to business. Uh, where can they where can they get the book for themselves and, and oh all the different God. versions and all that kind of thing? So okay. First of all, thank you, Matt. Second, I love you, Matt. And third, you can get the book at if you go over to graceovergrind.com, it'll link you to all the places, but you can get it on Amazon. It's available in paperback, Kindle, audiobook. So get it at your favorite retailer and uh read it. It's like buy it, read it, but most importantly, live it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Shay, love you, my friend. Thanks for being on guys. Go grab the book, multiple copies, give it away, read it, live it, and um, go see all the great stuff that Shay's doing on social media and follow her. And I guarantee you, you will be blessed. So Shay Bynes, thank you for being on the, on the show today. Honored. Thanks, Matt. 
Hey, my friend, it's Matt. Listen, just wanted to say thanks for being with me on the podcast today. I hope you'll take a moment to subscribe so you don't miss anything here on the podcast, as well as leave us a review and let us know how much this podcast means to you. Until next time, my friend, I love you. And remember, you were created to thrive. Bye.